from the Newstalk ZB Newsroom. This is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Jodie Gill and this is your afternoon news fix for Thursday the 16th of June. A productive and full meeting between the Foreign Minister and her Australian counterpart, Nanaya Mahuta and Penny Wong, have just funded a press conference in Wellington after bilateral talks in Parliament. Mahuta says in an increasingly uncertain geostrategic environment, continuing to communicate and work together are an important part of foreign policy. Having a neighbour who is also a close friend, is more essential than ever for the security and well-being of the citizens of both nations. Wong echoes the sentiment. We see New Zealand as family and we see our partnership as indispensable. We, we know we can always rely on each other. Court documents reveal a teenager who stabbed and critically wounded a classmate was defending a friend. The boy, who has admitted to wounding with reckless disregard for the safety of others, appeared in Porirua Youth Court today. Demelza Jackson reports. The summary of facts says the 15-year-old saw a boy taking items from his friend in a school hallway. He pulled out a knife and in the scuffle stabbed the victim in the torso. Judge John Walker says a family group conference was successful and a plan is in place for handling the boy. He warns there's a real danger of young people not understanding the consequences of carrying knives. Dropping pre-departure testing is expected to have little impact on COVID case numbers. The requirement for travellers to return a negative swab before entering the New Zealand will drop on Tuesday. Cases have kept falling despite more than 387,000 people crossing the border since it reopened. But travellers must still self-test twice after arrival. Auckland University biologist David Welsh says 2-3% to of arrivals test positive. That tells me people are either getting infected in their trip or that they're not actually doing pre-departure tests properly anyway. New Zealand's COVID cases continue to decline with 5,435 new cases today and a seven-day rolling average more than 1,000 down on last week. 15 more people have died and 377 people are in hospital. A lack of investment in power infrastructure is playing a part in power crisis in Australia. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has called an urgent meeting today over warnings of power outages across eastern and southern states. Energy Minister Chris Bowen has told Channel 9 outages in coal-powered stations are contributing to the crisis. Good news for fans who thought they'd missed out on seeing Ed Sheeran live next year. Due to popular demand, two more New Zealand shows have been added to the singer's Australasian tour. Tickets go on sale next week for extra gigs on February 1 at Wellington Sky Stadium and February 11 at Auckland's Eden Park. Sharon says people can expect something different from previous performances. This tour is all, all in the rounds. I've brought a band out for some of it. There's pyrotechnics, there's flames, there's fireworks. There's, it's like So I'm just trying to do different things now. In sport, Fox Sports is reporting Rugby Australia is strongly considering walking out on Super Rugby in 2024 to stage their own domestic competition. Kiwi golfer Ryan Fox is underway in the US Open in Boston starting tonight. The Colorado Avalanche has gone 1-0 up in their best of seven NHL Ice Hockey Finals series with the Tampa Bay Lightning, winning 4-3 in overtime. 124-cap veteran Annalie Longo has returned to the Football Fern squad for this month's internationals against Norway and Wales. I'm Jodie Gill. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to Newstalk ZB.